Tournament Poker Edge Live. What's going on, Tournament Poker Edge? This is a special announcer today, Mark Galliotto, AZN All N 007, filling in for Killing Bird. This is TPE Live, sponsored by uh, TournamentPokerEdge.com. We're here with a special guest, uh, Carlos Welch. What's going on, Carlos? How you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. That's probably not a fat burger or your cookie shake. Yeah, Carlos and I have been going to Fat Burger like three or four days a week. Oh, um, yeah. Just for milkshakes, though. Yeah. Um, We're sensible like that. On our days off or when we don't make dinner breaks, which is the norm around here. <laughs> so, yeah, this TP Live, wanted to bring Carlos on. He's becoming a celebrity um, in the TP family, so I wanted to see what you're up to. How's Vegas treating you? Vegas has been extremely good this year. Um, started out on fire. Red hot. Yeah, the first two weeks. Um, after that, everything kind of cooled off. But um, looking back on it, I'll say that it's definitely better to start off hot and cool down than <laughs> the opposite. I agree 100%. So why don't you tell the nation um, how you approach this summer? Because you came out last summer, grinded a lot of sit and goes. Um, yeah. And then, so what was your strategy coming into this year? This year, my plan was just to play a lot of the low buy-in tournaments. Um, I wanted to do anything that was like $300 and less. And so I looked at the rake, the, not the rake back, the, um, the rake on all the tournaments around Vegas, and I found that the win had the lowest rake. And so my first game that I played um, – was a $300 win tournament, and I was going to see how that went. And Actually, no, I played at the Aria first, and that field was really soft. It was a 125, I think, was the buy-in, and so I decided to try and What's win. the rake on that? Uh, the Aria, I think, is around 21%, but the win is like 10% because it was a one, no, a $200 buy-in, but I had a hundred dollar add on, which think you that, have to take, right? And I think the add on was rate free, oh, and nice. so it kind of—I want to say they did—they took twenty dollars out of the two hundred. So basically, it was a three hundred dollar tournament with twenty dollars in rate. So it was super low. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but the feel at the win was a little bit tougher than at Aria, so I only played one of those. The vast majority of my summer has been. Um, the 125 Aria dailies, the 140 Binions tournaments, and then also the $200 tournaments at uh, Planet Hollywood. And Binions, I, you would say, is the best in terms as of, far as field. Yeah. Easiest field. Yeah. Binions. Uh, a lot of limping. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people <laughs> limp folding off of five big blinds. Right, right. Uh, I don't know. That, that first, the, the second Aria tournament that I final table was incredible in terms of people just not understanding stack sizes. I shoved two bigs on a big stack in the money. <laughs> yeah. And he tank folded. But he was in the big blind, right? Right, he was in yeah. the big blind. I had two big blinds. And I shoved that he tank folded as the big stack <laughs> with 8-3 off. And then when he folded, I showed him fives. 
And he's like, yes, I knew you had a pair. <laughs> so but I'll say Binion's and Arya, that, that one particular Arya tournament, were very close in terms of the weakness of the field. And you're not playing, I think it's interesting, I think it's good that the nation can hear this, you're not playing any dubstop events. No. None of the bracelet events. No. Your goal was to come out here and fucking make money. Yeah. That was the goal. I want to play against the worst players possible. Yeah. Fuck and the so, fame, give me the money. Exactly, yeah. exactly. There was no chance of uh, me getting a bad table um, at any of the tournaments that I played because all the good players were playing against each other. And I think it's good to come out here with that call. I still think you should have played maybe one uh, 1500 or something like that, but whatever. There's plenty of years left. Poker's yeah. not going anywhere. Uh, but I think it's good for the nation just to understand, like, you don't have to come out here and shoot your wad, like, stay for three days and play one 1K where you have 3,000 chips. You can play these dailies, get 12,000 in chips, 30-minute levels, make some money, uh, you know, add money to your roll, like, you know, still go to the Rio and see, like, all the pros, whatever. But, you know, there's still money to be made out here without playing in the World Series events. I mean, Venetians, wins, Rios. Yeah, that first week, uh, chopped. No, our final table went at the Aria. And then two days later, I chopped it and basically free rolled the rest of my summer. Yeah, first right week. off the bat, right? Boom. And and because you you came out here with a roll of you started with three thousand, three k, which was roughly how many buy-ins? Um, fifteen. Yeah, right around fifteen. Um, fifteen to twenty, depending if I play the two hundred dollar tournaments, mostly of the one twenty fives and at the beginning of the the schedule it was mainly one twenty fives and one forties. So overall I got in eighteen tournaments uh, yeah, off that's of three awesome. K. And within three days doubled the roll mm-hmm. and had a five hundred dollar seat in Aria, which we'll get into later. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that event a bit more. Uh, why don't you talk about the play late in those entities? Because I I myself, Danny, Derek Oh, no, Danny wasn't there. It was Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, we came and railed you at the Aria, yeah. one of your final tables, since none of us can do anything out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, we support members. You know, Carlos has been a good friend of ours for two years. But, yeah, tell us about that experience, like how it is late in these tournaments. It's just people don't understand how their strategy should change based on stack sizes. And ICM. Right, and ICM. Yeah. So, so you got people with 20 big blinds that are, um, raise calling with speculative hands, trying to hit flops. And uh, I had one guy comment to me that, like, he limped in a spot where I had, like, 20 bigs and there was, like, three limpers. And I just shoved. And he just looked at me and said, do you not like poker? <laughs> and then he's like, he said, you know it's fun if you see a flop every now and then. And I like, you know, I want, when, against these players, you want to be the guy that don't, allow people to see flops. I mean, these are the players I want to play against, <laughs> yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, They just limp, 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 shove, fold, 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 every time. And so you ended up getting five-handed in the, in the one that I came yep. to. This was, what was that? It was the Aria. That was at the um, Aria. Was what a, was the buy-in on that? 125 daily. With, um, it was had a, a decent amount of runners, over yeah, 200. Yeah, everyone, uh, everyone that I played had at least between 250 and 300 runners. And this one had about 7K up top, I think, including um, first place. We get a seat to the WPT 500 tournament that's um, running at the Aria. One million guarantee. Right, right. Which Carlos 
I want to see. Well, let's talk about that. Right. Because five-handed stacks got really short. Yeah. Um, basically, anything could have happened. There was no skill. I mean, Carlos was the best player at the table by far. Uh, there was one other guy that was good. Yeah. It was you and the the younger guy with glasses. Yeah. Seat. Was it? I want to say two to my right, or maybe on my direct. Yeah. Right. But <laughs> you um, go both ways. At, at that point, that was about. Um, the average stat was around seven or eight big blinds. Which and, is disgustingly yeah, short, obviously. Yeah. I mean. And so um, I just decided um, to chop it. And the good thing about chopping it, most of these players are not here for poker. They're tourists. And so they just happen to run deep in this tournament, and then they find out that there's a seat that if they win it, they have to be here a month later. A, a month time, later yeah. and to play it, and, and everybody else was leaving town. So, so you were licking your chops. Yeah, I, I, I negotiated a deal to where, like, look, we can do this chop, and I'll take the seat. And I kind of, you know, played up the fact that, look, I don't want to play this tournament. I don't want this seat, but since nobody else is uh, able to play it, I guess I'm willing to play it for a good deal. And so you took what two hundred two hundred dollars less right. and got the five hundred dollars. I basically seat. got a five hundred and sixty five dollars seat for three hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, so um, it was a pretty good deal for me and and good for them because it had no value to them. They would have to fly back from whatever. Like a lot of these guys were from out of the country. Yeah. So it worked out. It was a win win uh, for everybody and. Um, I, now I just have to play that tournament this upcoming Friday and ship it, and that'll put like icing on the cake. For so the let's do two things: order mm-hmm. of structures for people that are coming out here, or mm-hmm. people that plan on you know plan on coming out here in a couple of years. Tell them what the best structures were, uh, in like whatever top three structures. N- n- not even close. By far the best structures for the low buy-in tournaments. Will be at Planet Hollywood, meaning a hundred, hundred to three hundred. We'll say right, right. Planet Hollywood. They don't skip any levels. They're thirty-minute levels, so um, which that, you're gonna find in all the dailies, yeah, though, right? Yeah, everywhere. Um, for for dailies, uh, you can't beat the structures at Planet Hollywood, and they had large guarantees. The two hundred dollar daily. Yeah, remember the one Danny played? Yeah, that's the same one that I've been grinding. Yeah, it was uh, five it's, it's a twenty-five k guarantee for two hundred dollars. With 10k guarantees at first, it's amazing. Yeah, and it's over. They don't. They can't fill it. Right. Like there was, I think, 32 players that one Danny played. Right. That he final tabled. 15k starting stacks, and like you never feel rushed in that tournament at all. Um, and then on the weekends, they alternate between a $300 buy-in and a $500 buy-in, which is a 100k guarantee. With 40K to first. Next year, you want to add the 500s? Definitely. The the 300s. I don't want to jump the gun. (laughs) You know, I mean, I I still, maybe, maybe, we'll see. Yeah. No, maybe start with the hundred, you know, the one and twos, and then Mm. as you go, as you're winning, whatnot, move up. And truth be told, those particular weekend tournaments with a bigger buy in, even though they are at Planet Hollywood, Word gets around, and that tournament attracts a stronger player than normal. Yeah. And so, um, like I want to say, um, Corey um, Wyland played one or two of those where I don't think he would have played the regular $200 dailies there. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely good to, to mix that in. And, and here's the thing uh, that, like, I, you, that I respect about you is you never came home 
about your game, actually. Mm-hmm. You never came home when we were talking about hands and stuff. You never sucked out or anything. You were just accumulating early where you weren't in these all-in pots till late. And then, like, sure, I'm sure you ran decent, like, later on in the tournaments. But every tournament you played, you seemed to have 100 big blinds by, like, you know, <laughs> by the time the Annies came, which is absurd in these dailies. Yeah, a, a lot of it, depending on where I was playing, um, down at Binion's, um, pretty much anyways, basically, uh, the players at Binion's were usually too passive. And so if the entire table was too passive, then I would just run over. Mm-hmm. Do you and think Binion, is Binion number two for you structure-wise? Structure-wise, uh, so you know I didn't like that structure this year because they moved the antes back to 600, 1200. And I, I wasn't going to play them because of that. But I decided to try them, and I didn't hate them as much as I thought uh-huh. I would. But um, I would say... They're still top three, Binion or maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll say Arya probably is second, and then Binion's. Um, but when the table is mostly passive players, I just run over them. But occasionally you get one or two aggressive players, um, usually uh, with an accent, and they would attack the passive players. And so the AKA way I would European. right, right. So the way I would uh, build those uh, big stacks was just wait on them to attack the passive player, and then I would attack them because they just never had it. And so there was one spot where. I think a lady limped, or maybe she was in the big blind, and then somebody, no, it must have been raised. So I think she raised, and a guy three-bet her from the button, an aggressive guy. Yeah. And I was in the big blind, and I called four-bet. I might have had something like You didn't even look at your hand. I, I had like maybe A7 suited or yeah. something like that. And the lady uh, tank folded, and of course the guy folded because he had nothing. And the lady said she had queens. Jeez. Yeah, so you can get the really tight players to fold anything young. but the nuts. Uh, and it's, and had the the um, guy that three bet had he not been in the pot, if I three bet the lady, she's gonna at least flat with the queens, but she just folds it to a cold yeah. four bet. Because it looks so strong so, to yeah, her. Yeah, she's putting you on right. literally two hands, right. kings and aces. So, so I was able to build huge stacks a lot of the times without even seeing flops. That's awesome. Yeah. So, plan for this year, like, so you came with 3K poker roll. Mm-hmm. You're here for a month and a half. Yep. Um, how are the expenses outside of poker? Because I, you know, it's, I want TP Nation to get a feel for it if they plan on coming out. It can be expensive, but you actually are a net. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so explain what you do. and It can be very expensive. Um, I mean, flights, everything. Yeah. Well, the flights were not too bad. Um, I got out here for under $200 coming from Atlanta. Uh, so um, I don't know what most people Yeah, that's not bad. On. So that wasn't bad at all. Um for the listeners that listened last year, you know I stayed with this crazy Brazilian lady, um, and I stayed with her again this year, and so that helps me keep the uh, room and yeah, board. Yeah, because she's really cheap, especially compared to hotels. Right, right. Like, it's absurd. So if you can, and, and I found her through um, um, Craigslist, and then um, I have to be careful um, about recommending things because I'm a little bit more adventurous than most. So I don't want to recommend anybody just go on Craigslist and find me. Like, 
there's a chance you could wake up with one of your kidneys gone, but you, you only need one anyway, so it's worth it to save, you know. No, but you know what? Like, I, I don't think we're advertising yeah. people to go out and do this. Like, mm-hmm. this is your story, and, like, I think it's cool because you're really – you set a budget and you have a low budget, mm-hmm. and you keep your expenses really low so you can maximize your profit when right. you win it. I mean, it's genius. And, like, other people need to clone this because – when I struggled, when I was coming up, I was the same thing. Like, I literally, for a year and a half, I was paying off my bills every month when I was grinding online. Right. Breaking even. I never could put nothing away. I cut down costs, and all of a sudden, I was putting money in the bank. I could move up stakes to make more money. Uh, these are all good things that you're doing. You're doing it in the live circuit. I was doing it online. It's but this is how you make it, because we're not big dog where yeah. we just picked up a computer and won the Sunday Million. Right. We're right. the dudes reading books. Watching videos, right? You know, working hard, and this is just another way to, you know, this is going to just keep you building and building and building to where you're coming out here, uh, playing the main event on your own dime. You know, that's right. hopefully the goal, which I, I think it is. I, I'll tell people this, man: being a life knit and not <laughs> spending tons of money on things. I love that a life knit. I love it. It, 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 it. I basically just buy my freedom. I, I can. I'm. I don't have to work. You know, a full-time job to pay for things that I don't really want. Yeah, it's, we talked about this the other day, like cars and shit. Like, yeah, we don't yeah. need a nice car. I drive a BMW that's worth maybe a thousand dollars. Right, it's a piece, but it runs. Yeah, and that's all you need. And it takes me to the bank to cash my check, and that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, and, and the, the less money you spend on frivolous stuff like that, the more money you have for buy-ins, and the more money that you have, the more money you have to not have to. Get a job. Spend it and, on and, coaching. I mean, there's so many things exactly, you can do. Exactly. You know, books, whatever. Books and stuff. Yeah. Uh, TV vids, whatever. You right. Know? Um, yeah, I think it's. I think a lot of people need to take your story and clone it because every year you've grown. Last year you won, mm-hmm. not as much as you have this year, but you've just grown. You know, in two years, and you're basically, you know, finding your niche. What you need to do to keep getting better. Like next year. Uh, we talked, uh, same Mm buy-ins, move up a little bit, but you're always, these dailies, like, especially early, it's amazing. I mean, you were, it seemed like you were deep every day. Yeah. That first, that first week or so, like when I played, I was jealous. There was so many followers. I was pissed pissed because I was 0 for like seven (laughs) and I'm reading Twitter every day and it's like, Oh, we're one out of the money. And I'm like, God, I was final table with something every other day. It was insane. I chopped the billions. Top the Aria, final table to Aria, but didn't. I think I went out night that day. But, um, and then Planet Hollywood, I final table one of those too. And so, I mean, the, the players are, are not great. And, um, which is the key. Like, right. as long as the players suck, like, you can, the structure can be a little worse, you know? Like, right. as long as the players suck, like, you can abuse the fact that the structure shit by just shoving lighter, um, right. You know, things like that, opening a little, whatever. Right. So just to the people that are listening, um, I had so much success in these low buy-in tournaments, not so much because of what I was doing, but because of the mistakes other people were making. Like, if you're playing against people that are constantly making mistakes, it's easier to have a high final table percentage. So uh, I, I encourage everybody to just, you know, Chase the money, don't chase the bracelets. Yep, and you know that's my motto. Right, I'm, I don't even, I don't care about the fame. I'm the same way. Uh, I want the dollars. Mm. If the fame comes, so be it. Um, 
but yeah, it's really about making money, and the best way to make money is to play at these shithole casinos. Like, Binion's is a dump. Yeah. But that's where I want to play because nobody good's going to go yeah, there. It's downtown going. Vegas. It's not yeah. on the Strip, so it's old school. Yeah. And um, it, uh, talking about saving the money, like, I never took cabs down Yeah, there. this man is on the bus 24-7, like... Thousand dollars in the socks when he's coming home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take you do. It. You did take a cab when you won some. Okay, this or, year, was that last year? Last and year that was last year. No, too. no, last year I was taking the bus, and then I caught so much flack from you guys and from Andrew over at Thinking Poker. And so this year I decided, you know, if I win, I'll get a cab back. You know, just I'll I'll, I'll try to take this good advice. People, I wanted to take the bus yeah. because you know I trying to save every dollar, but this year I did take cabs. I mean, on you've the way seen. Back. You've seen some characters on the bus too. Yeah, like, didn't see you see it. a guy like butt naked in a <laughs> medical gown or whatever yeah, from a hospital he, gown? He, he basically escaped the loony bin, and he was sitting on the bus just crumpling up a bottle with like a paper gown. <laughs> I don't think like again. That. Yeah, uh, I, we're not recommending people yeah. get on Craigslist, find a crazy Brazilian chick to live <laughs> with, and then take the bus with some meth head. Right, right. <laughs> like, exactly. That's not the goal, but this is what it takes. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so plan for the rest of the summer. Plan more. Uh, um, rest of the summer. Right now, I'm planning to play the um, seat that I won for the WPT. That's going to be on Friday coming up. And then besides that, I'll play some cash. Uh, grinding online here at the house is really cool. And um, Yeah, it's a fun atmosphere yeah, overall grinding yeah. online. As just, James is four-bet punning right now. <laughs> yeah, um, I think... Um, Anything else, I'll just I'll see what comes up as I go. But um, I met a ton of cool TPE members and soon to be TPE members out yeah, here. You're like a tournament. legend now. You're like a star. Yeah. Like I'll be with Carlos and nobody knows. Like I'm a, I'm the pro and nobody knows me. Everyone's like, oh right. Carlos, what's up? What's yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool, man. A lot of people listen to the podcast and and and, and they follow my story. They they like it's cool to have so many people. That I don't even know rooting for me from like you know all over the world. That's yeah. really cool, actually. Nah, that's awesome. Well, so you write articles. Mm-hmm. T- tell them where you're at. Uh, what's your Twitter? Uh, where are you writing articles now? Twitter is uh, Hip Hop One Hundred One Trivia at Hip Hop Right at Hip Hop One Hundred One <laughs> Trivia, and I write articles for um, Two Plus Two Magazine and Poker News, and also um, TPE. I do the um, What's new at TPE update every week, and I wrote a, a book review for TPE that almost got me fired from my two plus two <laughs> gig. Yeah, I, TPE allows a little more than two plus two, yeah. or, you know, the other sides. I, bas- um, I, I basically wrote a book review of um, a two plus two book that was not that favorable, and I was like, oh, crap, 2 plus 2 is going to read this, and they're not going to let me do articles. I mean, be honest. I mean, yeah. like, if you said some video sucked on TP, we're not going to get mad, or right. someone played a hand bad, but, uh, but, but you know. It, it, it was mostly um, just me being paranoid, and, you know, really really not that word, just, you know, all in fun. Um, but, yeah, writing a ton of articles uh, for Poker News, a lot, a lot of it is about being a nit, and, um, <laughs> and also just the good things that I've gotten from poker. Like, I write a lot about the benefits of poker. I, I, I kind of... Yeah, a lot of times when I write, I kind of want to come off as, like, the anti-Sheldon Adelson. 
<laughs> he's talking about old poker is for fun and terrorism and all this stuff. And I'm thinking like, man, I've met some of the best people that I've ever met in my life through poker. And it's like people that I never would have met, yeah. never would have met otherwise. Yeah. And so, you know, screw that guy. Yeah. <laughs> we won't get into Adelson right now. I mean, yeah. I'm still playing. I played a couple events there. I don't support him, but I'm value hunting. I mean, right. would you play there? Yeah. You would, because you're about had, the money. Like, If they had a $125 buy-in, sure. I mean, the structures are great, too. I mean, next year, I think you're going to have to play some of the 400s and maybe some of the 600s, too. Like, they're that juicy. Like, yeah. And, and the structures are good. Uh, playing field, it's actually a bit tougher this year, but for the most part, it's soft. So, that's good to hear. Well, yeah. let's wrap this up. Uh, Carlos Welch, appreciate you coming on. Uh, make sure you follow him on Twitter. Read his articles. This is like exactly what you need to do. Exactly what he's doing is what you need to do to become a poker pro. Like, I would bet my life in years he'll be making videos, one, two years, videos for TPE and making 100 racks a year. <laughs> Easy. Easy. Guaranteed. Because you right. work hard, too. So, good stuff, bro. Thanks. All right. Mark Alietto signing out for the nation. Peace. saying